Hello and welcome to another Architecture Podcast. I'm George Bradley, architect and director of London-based studio Bradley van der Straten, and every fortnight I talk to a different architect from around the world to discuss an inspiring house that they have designed. In this episode, I talk to Hector Barroso, founder of the Mexican-based architecture studio Tala Hector Barroso. We talk about his recently completed project, Entre Pinos. The name literally translates as Between Pines, which describes the setting of the five identical dwellings that have been designed near the town of Valle de Bravo in Mexico. Each house is a cluster of six blocks that are clad in soil-based render made from the soil from the site, and they are arranged to create a central patio. There is something timeless about the forms. The materials feel earthy and the natural light is soft and reflects off reflecting ponds that form part of the landscape. For anybody that knows the studio, this is them at their best, and it was fascinating to talk to Hector about the design. If you'd like to find out more about Entre Pinos, you can see images of the project on the episode page at anotherarchitecturepodcast.com, and you can find out more about Hector and his studio at talahectorbarroso.com, which is definitely worth a visit to see some of the other homes that they've designed, and to see Hector's original concept sketches. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, Hector. Thank you very much for joining me from um, Mexico City today. Hello, George. Um, I'm uh, really happy to, to be doing this with you. Uh, I'm excited about the, the interview or the chat or what we're going to do. So, uh... Good. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have you here. Um, I'm, obviously, I'm very familiar with your work and, and, um, and, and love your projects. Um, but maybe if, if there's anybody listening that doesn't know your practice, maybe if you could give me, um, I'll give the listeners a, an introduction to your work. Yeah, um, uh, we're uh, a young, we can say young because I'm the oldest on the team, a young uh, practice uh, working in Mexico City. Uh, most of our projects are in, in Mexico. We're starting to to move uh we have a we're we're in talks of a project in in the united states and well mostly we're doing things in mexico uh, uh in mexico city and uh on uh, like uh, we're doing some things also around around mexico city uh and we are a small team we are actually eight um so uh yeah uh we're working on on small uh, medium scale projects uh i always uh, our approach is uh, uh we we always the same questions and uh we tend to to in each project to answer 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 them uh differently uh and uh when i when i talk about the the same questions is the approach of how we 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 treat the site. We approach the site. We we connect with the site because uh, that's the most important thing. And then, then we 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 try and and and, and focus on on the, on the materials. What what's available uh, in the place uh, for us to work with. And then comes the uh, the um, again the the materiality, the textures, uh, and of course the space, the atmosphere. Uh, and, and 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 of course then 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 comes the form but it's not a like a first thing 
that we focus on. It's just about the the, the motion space, the inner space, the, the the that that kind of things. So that that's the questions that we ask uh, each each time we do a project. And as I said, uh, there's always different answers. I think that's what will be really interesting today. Is what what I like about the format. Um of the interviews that I do is is we get to talk about one project and today we're going to be talking about um entre pinos and I, I mm-hmm. hope I'm pronouncing that correctly entre pinos entre pinos yes. and um uh-huh. and I think that project does encapsulate a lot of the things that you're talking about of the questions that you ask mm-hmm. as a practice so it's a great vehicle for for yes. finding out a bit more about um that approach but you were mentioning about location being being really key um, and maybe that's a really might be a really good introduction to the project to just um, if you could tell me mm-hmm. you know where it is where it's located um, and the site. Yes, uh, that's an interesting project. Uh, it's in Valle de Bravo, which is a two hours uh, uh, drive uh, from Mexico City. It is mostly a weekend getaway place, and uh, it's a place. It, it, there's a lake, and around the lake, there are different uh, areas, uh, housing mostly. And uh, what's interesting about the place, the whole thing in my Bravo, is that it has uh, microclimates all around the lake. You, know, you have on, on the southern part, you have a more uh, uh, desert kind of climate, and on on the northern side, you have a more um, a forest kind of climate, humidity, and which is where we we did this project particularly. And uh, uh, as the name, uh, if you translate entre pinos uh, to 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 English, it's between pine trees. Mm-hmm. It's just a little translation. And what it is, it is it is a project between the pine trees. It is a site with uh, a lot of pine trees around. It is a dense. Uh, forest area uh it has some other houses around but it it, it, it is inside a, a dense uh, uh forest area uh and uh well mostly there are pine trees it's humidity plays a special uh an important part uh because it's it's colder it's more humid and uh the site is amazing because it's you have a, a 15 or 20 meter uh, tall pine trees, so and you have them all around the site. So uh, that was our main concern. We had to, we wanted to 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 respect uh, the, uh, all all the, the all the trees that were were there. Uh, we couldn't uh, save them all. We had to take a couple of them down, but uh, mostly we we respected the whole thing, and 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 that's where the project was was uh, started uh, like emerging. You no, know? we we we. We sparsed. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh, we we uh, uh, fragmented the mm. project. In, 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 there are five houses. I'm going to start with uh, with the description of the project. Uh, they're about uh, 330 square meters each. There are identical uh, except one, the fifth one, which is the the, the, the farthest one, the the, the one that's mm-hmm. farthest away. Um, we adapted to the to the uh, site topography. It wasn't uh, again uh, that much of a, of a 
uh, of a thing, but it, it had the, the, the accidental uh, topography that we, we, we tried to merge with it. And uh, so there were there were a few conditions, as I said, there were there were the pine trees, there were the uh, there was a, the topography, uh, and uh, there was the, uh, the 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 cold or the humidity that the place had. So uh, another issue was um, the orientation. Uh, we we faced the whole project south. Because it's where uh, where we um, get the most uh, out of the sun and of the of the natural light. That that again, it's a very important thing that uh, that I try to work with, because it's a material that it it has a presence everywhere and uh, it's free, <laughs> and uh, uh, it gives uh, the, the 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 space or the atmosphere. What no other thing can give, you know. So, so, so that's important also. So, taking these the thing these things into consideration, uh, we started to work uh, with the project and we we sparsed it, it, it uh, along the the site, and uh, each of the houses is composed of of uh, six uh, separate uh, volumes that are connected uh, through uh, hallways or through voids or through uh doors or, or whatever or stairs and then there's a central patio courtyard uh, where the house uh, has a, a much more intimacy uh, again where where the where all the things happened uh, and and you have a, a you, you 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 can look outside to that courtyard mm -hmm. uh, and you know feel that intimacy feel that uh simple space who are you designing for here? Who's the client? Uh, there was a we're we're a family of four uh, plus my uh, two uh, parents. So um, the thing started when we were we wanted to to we we will have a I have sons. My, my sister and my brother also have a have a sons and daughters. Uh, so we started having some talks and said, oh, well, it will be amazing for us to have a weekend house for us to get together to, for, our, for, our, for our, uh, our children to, to, to play, to, you know, to have a, a, a small garden where they can, they can go outside, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, we had uh, the money we had, we couldn't buy anything. We started uh, looking in the area and what we, we couldn't buy anything because it was, or, or, or it was, or too expensive, or it was uh, cheap, but you had to put in a lot of money to, to refurbish it or to... So there were long talks for a year or a year and a half. And then afterwards, uh, my brother and I came up with the idea and said, uh, what if instead of trying to find a single family house, uh, what if we do uh, uh, development and uh, yeah, we can, with the earnings, we can work around and, and maybe we can uh, uh, keep a house so that was the, the starting point and then afterwards some things got just in the in the right uh you know in the in the right uh, position or i don't know what mm -hmm. how you say it in english in the right place and things started to come around and uh we started talking and then a friend came up one day and she said oh come look at this at this site it's amazing and uh 
you can do uh i think you can do have five houses uh, a small development mm-hmm. and then we went we saw it and i was fascinated by it by it and uh things just got uh, uh i don't know it, it wasn't like the client knocked on mm-hmm. my door and said i want you to do a project it was the, the other way around you know we went there found the site got the money and uh started to to, to build the thing so that's really interesting then if because the project is partly for yourself that you chose um to yeah. do five identical houses what was the what was the reasoning then behind that uh we we didn't have any specific client so uh we 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 there were long talks about the, the, what we had to do to to cuz there's always you know the, the there's always we architects hate the, the word probably but there's always the commercial part you know where you, where you tend to okay if we want to sell the five houses we have to do something for them to be sold you know um, for them to sell uh, on the on the correct uh price and and everything so there were long conversations between our family uh, what we what a house a weekend house had to have so we came up with a list and then afterwards of course I put on some uh, some other ideas, and uh, there was about it. But but we had at the beginning when we, when we did the project and the, the the schematic design and the construction documents and all the things, we we we, we uh, I was working alone. We do we didn't have any clients, so so it was more of a intimate uh, working or a more introspective way of, of approaching mm-hmm. things and talks with with family members and. It's a simple house. Uh, it's a, they're simple houses. Well, not simple houses, but they're uh, four bedroom houses uh, with a kitchen, dining, living, and uh, big storage. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. You know, a big terrace and a garden and a pool. But they're def- they're definitely not simple. Not I simple think, in terms of uh, yeah, in terms yeah. of the way they've been arranged. They're so. Um... They're just kind of interesting from from every angle. I mean, it's it, they're like a piece of sculpture as well as as well as a house. Thank um, you. And the form is very distinctive on these houses. So there's five of them in a row, and like you said, each one of them has got is made up of six mm-hmm. interconnected volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the volumes they're quite kind of they're very solid mass. Mm-hmm. They're they're almost kind of square in in plan and in elevation. They look like giant kind of children's building blocks um, placed and behind <laughs> you, you there's a really nice model i can see of um i think yeah. that must be the project of them in a row yes. yes um and i think that's probably the instant um kind of attention grab if you're seeing this project of like oh that's interesting before sort of delving in further and what what gave you the idea to do that what what made you think of of having these individual blocks kind of scattered on the yeah. in between the trees. That's a great point uh, that you uh, thank you that you mentioned because I was about to forget about that and it's an, a very important thing. Uh, what I wanted to do is come up with a project with where you didn't feel like there was house one, house two, house three, house four. You know, like a regular uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, a, a regular. Uh, uh, building uh, compound or or whatever, mm-hmm. where you where you have house one and then you have your fence and then house two, a little garden and you know the regular kind. Of, mm-hmm. That was a, the one of the first things that I wanted to avoid. You know, I wanted to to feel to, for the project to feel like feel free, like it was sparsed around the mm-hmm. uh, around the site. There there aren't even numbers outside the houses. 
you know, I, I, I completely uh, uh, went against that because, uh, again, if you, if you, I know because I've been there and I, I, I tend to go there uh, uh, a lot, but uh, but if you're new and you're uh, you're walking around the project, you sometimes for, forget or, or you you get you lose the feeling of where where house one ends and house two starts. And that's a great thing is you you know and and how we came with that solution is we sparsed these volumes around we separated them and we gave them different uh, heights depending on the on the program that we had inside so uh, working with those things and uh, opening them up in, in in interconnected volumes we 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 brought in uh, a lot of natural light through all the the surrounding walls we separated them we sparse them around uh, around the central courtyard and 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 you get the feeling of of a of more more of a town you know where you mm-hmm. where you see different things happening and different heights and different uh, uh ceiling or, or or inclinations i don't know if i'm saying it right uh, yeah roof absolutely uh, tilt 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 I don't know. Well, and that's uh, that's why uh, we, we we worked our, our, uh, with the idea. And one of your early, I'm assuming it's one of the early sketches is I think you've done it in charcoal, where you've got green for the landscape and then these black marks for the um, for mm-hmm. the blocks. Um, so it's clearly a very kind of early idea about having these forms. But how did that evolve? Because looking back at one of those early sketches, they look more like kind of elongated rectangles rather than cubes. Um, is that something mm-hmm. that sort of developed through working through and, and drawing and sketching and building models? Yeah, I, I like to think when I start uh, sketching, I like to, I try and not to think about, it's more of a, I always forget the word. It's more of a intuitive, intuitive, yeah, intuition, intuitive kind of approach. You know, you're just drawing, and 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 you're not thinking. I I I I like to, of course, of of course, you're thinking, but but it's 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 as as as, as Palasma has said on 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 his multiple books he's written. It's more of a the hand is the one who's talking. Is the one who's don't who's doing. It's just a direct connection uh, from the mind through the hand. So on those first sketches, I'm not thinking about volumes or I'm not thinking about forms or I'm not thinking a lot about about architecture per se. I'm 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 thinking about more of the of the connection with the context or or, or how do how do I imagine uh, you know myself walking around those areas. Mm-hmm. What I'm not thinking about what specifically what each of those traces has inside. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of a intuitive way of doing things. And and I remember that 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 sketch you're talking about must be the first ones we have. Uh, I've, I I I did, and we were we were just uh, you know talk, we're having small talks and you know sketching and talking and doing models and and you know because that's a, a the, we uh, we work around that. We we do tons of uh, I do tons of, of sketching, and we do a lot of three uh, D models. Mm-hmm. 
and that's the way we work. And clearly that idea was there in this early sketch of this idea of um, a huddle, like these these rectangles or cubes, mm. the volumes, they they mm. they cocoon around a kind of internal courtyard. Is mm-hmm. that a response to on the outside, like you said, the buildings, they almost, it's mergeless. There's no boundaries from one house to the next, but the courtyard helps create the personal space. Yeah, we came, uh, that was one, one, one thing that... Uh, uh, if you if you see the project from the uh, northern facade, you you see all these uh, almost closed blocks, and as mm. you enter the house, uh, you start uh, you know uh, walking around. You 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 see tall windows, and you see the connection with the, the with the outer space. But there's also the the intimate part, which is important. You know, if you're going on your weekend and you, you want to relax and you want to enjoy uh, the weekend with your family. There's also this kind of thing that you want to be in an intimate, uh, space or in an intimate, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a garden or, or, or house or whatever. So the, the, the courtyard works as a, as, as that. And there, there's also that you don't see in the picture right now. Cause when, when we took the pictures, those pictures, it was the 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 the, the project had, had just been finished. We, we, it was about four or six months after we finished. But uh, on the we, we instead of building walls, as I said, between each house, we 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 built green. Uh, uh, let me just uh, look for the word in English. Uh, uh, we we built uh, like uh, we we. We move the uh, the soil around, mm-hmm. and we build like a like kind of mounds, salud. like earth mounds. Yeah. yeah, like like mountains. And then on top, we 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 planted uh, a lot of trees mm. and and plants and green 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 areas. And you have right now you have a three meter green wall between the gardens. Mm-hmm. So so you can hear your your maybe you can hear your neighbor, but you 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 have this intimate way of, of, of having a, a, a personal garden and uh and and, and feeling inside uh, uh, again of the of the of the forest mm-hmm. so so that's that's the way we came in again instead of building a, a wall and you know you just do it naturally and and and, and if you see uh, the, the place right now it's amazing what it has done on the on those uh Areas. And one of the other really distinctive things about this project is the, the forms that we've talked about a bit, but also the just the materiality of them and how they they're very kind of earthen in terms of they they almost look mm-hmm. looking at them they almost look dusty like they're from from the ground. Do you want to maybe mm-hmm. talk a little bit about because I think that comes back to one of your original kind of questions? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, that's that's another important question because that's uh, that's that's that material is what the houses are made of completely all the way walls the inner walls outer wall uh, outer walls and uh that's soil that we excavated when we were doing the foundations of the houses we just uh mixed it up with uh, with the cement and with clay uh commonly used in mexico and we just pure it around every wall and uh it was 
a very natural way of, of doing it, a very cheap way, because we 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 got, we got the, uh, the the main material from the site from the from the foundations, and uh, there was another thing that uh, that I was try, uh, that I try to 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 come up with this with when I do most of them when when I do architecture is for it to to belong to mm-hmm. the place you know that's another question that I that I push and I and I try to focus on for architecture to really merge. To, 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 to just uh, sit on the place and never scream, just be there quietly and, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, playing like, uh, well, feeling like, like there's a, it might have been there for a long mm. time, you know, it's not just a, a new, a new, a new, because if you look at the project, you, you, you can say, well, it was, that could have been built 10, 15, 20 years mm. ago or, 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 or yesterday, you know, and, and that's a, that's, that's another important thing that I, that I try to work with for, for, to, to, to get or to, to, to approach, uh, a temporality. Mm-hmm. Am I saying it? Yeah. Right? Well, it's, it, it's very timeless and it, yeah, it's timeless, one of those projects exactly. you can imagine, you can imagine it being a ruin in the future. Like if you're really kind of looking that exactly. far forward, it's, it's very timeless forms. That's a, that's a great compliment. Thank <laughs> you. Cause, cause that's another thing I, 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 when I'm, when I'm drawing and when I, when I'm imagining uh, the projects that I'm, that I'm working in, I try to imagine them. How would they age? Mm. How will they look in, in not just 10, 20 years in 50 or, or, or more? No. So I try to imagine them in a ruin, mm. And if in, in my head or in my mind that, that they, 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 they're okay, then I think it's a good architectural uh, solution, mm. maybe. You know? yeah, I mean, it's a theme we talked about before in an episode with um, Frankie Papa's architects in South Africa. Um, he had a similar mm-hmm. approach of imagining them in hundreds of years' time and working backwards and mm-hmm. kind of embracing, allowing nature to kind of take over the building. Exactly. Um, with the with the the material then on the outside, I was describing it. I described it before as dusty, but it's a it's a very sort of reddy brown. Um, but the mm-hmm. construction is it's brickwork construction. So how did you do that? Is did you build it out of bricks and then apply the earth from the site mm-hmm. over the top? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like a thin exactly. render. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a plaster. I don't know if that's a word, yeah. but uh, yes, we we we. we, we we uh built up the the regular brick wall and then we plastered it and is that is that something you've done before no it was a, it was a, the first thing the first time the first time we did it and uh there's uh, that's another point that uh it's important because we have a, a a great condition in mexico where we can experiment things you know, because uh, Mexico works in a very particular way, which is bad and good. You know, it has his it, it has its bad things, but it also has its great things. And and one of the things is that you, you can experiment with materials. You can. It's not a like a, a, a written catalog that you can only use that because isolation or, or or climate or or whatever. We can come up with mostly everything you know and that gives us a, a great uh, advantage because we we can think out of the limits and we can experiment 
with materials mm-hmm. with 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 so that was uh, an experiment uh, it was the first time but it wasn't that much of an experiment because uh there was a lot of discussions and talks with the people you know the the people that were working that were building the houses you know because they're we we sometimes forget that they are uh, the most valuable uh, uh, persons on on mm-hmm. the project because they're building the things that we imagine, and there were long conversations with them. Then trying to uh, to to I, I talked to them about these ideas that what what I wanted to come up with, what it what I wanted to to feel, and and we came up with examples and we we went back and forth and. Then we came up with a with a correct one, with the right one, and we, we mm-hmm. placed it where it was supposed to be. Um, so, if we go back to maybe the ruins um, analogy, if if this wasn't a few hundred years' time, can it? the solid sort of sculptural forms we can imagine still being being there they're the sort of timeless element but another kind of really strong element in this project is the the timber work that's um is used for the the ceilings the exposed ceilings and mm-hmm. the fenestration as well which is maybe the sort of lighter contrast to the the solid weight of the the brick walls can you talk through that a little bit because i think that's a really key feature of um how the interiors specifically work for the house mm-hmm. houses yeah, uh, we used uh, three materials at most with the whole project: soil, brick, and uh, wood. Well, glass, of course, mm-hmm. uh, probably for the for the windows. But uh, 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 the wooden thing is is that I, there's it's another important thing that I that I that I work around when I'm doing uh, when I'm working uh, and when I'm thinking about the projects is to do it in the most honest way possible. You know, I don't want to come up with the structure and then, uh, you know, uh, uh, come up with another material on top of it and then lose the essence. Because architecture for me is is all about constructing, you know, putting mm-hmm. things on top of another and, you know, assembling and all those things. So, so the wood gives me uh, that perspective, you know, you, you, you put them, uh, and it's a structural beam, and then on top you just put a, a, a thin cement. Uh, you peer in a little bit of cement, and you put the isolation thing, and you have a ceiling, you know. But the 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 the, the whole wood beams are are working and are part of the structure and are part of the of the of, the, of, the, of architecture. And and as you said, their contrast between these big thick walls. And then you, you you see these little thin wooden beams all around the spaces. You know? So mm. it's it's a balance. And again, it's a, it's an it's for me it's an honest approach of doing things of doing architecture as it should be building, uh, constructing. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you mentioned before that these are these are simple houses, and in one sense they are because of what you're saying, like the simplicity of the construction and the idea of these very square forms. But then in the other sense, that maybe the complexity comes through in terms of then the way the daylight interacts with these 
sculptural forms and mm-hmm. i'm thinking specifically like one of the bedrooms that's the bedrooms that are on the the upper levels and they have the sloping roof mm-hmm. so you see these brick walls the lovely stone floors the the they're, they're doubled up timber beams aren't they so you've got this interesting rhythm in the mm-hmm. roof but then the way you've dealt with windows they're not necessarily windows the walls stop the ceiling the ceiling stops and it's just filled mm-hmm. with glass mm-hmm. and could you talk maybe about that because i love i really kind of love the way there's this kind of pinwheel in some of the rooms of light coming in across different angles yeah uh, there uh, i don't know if you've seen them but there are some other sketches when 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 i when i try to draw uh, the the weight of the of the of the natural light, I draw it in 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 a, in a yellow uh, color, and it's interesting that you notice that that, that there are no no there are not windows. Like you you draw the facade and then you put a window, mm. a square window on on the front. It's just that. It's just what when I was when I was draw, drawing and when I was thinking about the project is how did I wanted the natural light to come in. You know, so I stopped uh, the, the 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 front wall and the 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 the, the other wall, and then I, it's it's more of a void than a window. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, of a, as you said, the the the, the they're just it, it all stops and it frames uh, just uh, the um, the the right amount of, of outer space for 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 natural light to come in and for for the views to be. We had these magnificent uh, trees, so we wanted a huge window where we can really fill those those tall trees, and, and you can you can see them, and you can almost uh, fill them. Mm. So that, but I think as, as well the thing about the we can call them non windows they're spate they're void rather than a cut window in the wall. We mm-hmm. we talk a lot about that with our clients. Of I mean, there is a real practical benefit to that that there's no windowsill, there's no sides, so the light can come in and it's got something to, to bounce off. And in this case, it's a textured brick wall or it's a textured mm-hmm. um, timber ceiling. And it seems, I think in most of the spaces in uh, around the house, I think that's what makes it very sculptural internally. They, the, the glass meets the edge of walls. So you, you're really celebrating mm-hmm. the, the materials and the earthiness here. And the structure, the wooden beams, you know, some of them are exposed on the, on the outer facades mm. and, you know, it's, it's, Again, it's it's more of a of a, of, a, of assembling things than than drawing uh, windows or, mm-hmm. or drawing. You know, it's it's more more. I try to think about it as a as building, as constructing the 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 the, the, the house. I'm I'm going to have to ask you about the stairs because I mean that's a recurring feature <laughs> in um in in your work and um yeah. how they are. I mean, there's a few, each house has a few stairs. There's not, it's not a traditional layout in the one main staircase that links to mm-hmm, the floor. The, mm-hmm. the individual blocks have, some bedrooms have their own mm-hmm. individual staircase, but you can see them on the outside. So the bit that you're walking on is inside. The bit underneath where people would, mm-hmm. I don't know, put storage or things like that. And the stairs, mm-hmm. they're carved out like a sculpture. So you can see them mm-hmm. on the outside, but you've, you've done that as well on, on other projects as well. Um, yeah, that was the first one. And then uh, uh, really? I liked it. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there, there, thing, there was another thing that uh, you were saying about the stairs. And I'd like to, to, to make a point on, on that matter because it's important again. Um, uh, I try to avoid hierarchies on the houses, mm-hmm. so you don't have the the main stairwell and the you know the main whatever. 
you just meander around the whole house. You can walk around and then you find a stair and a hallway and then you walk on the opposite direction and then you find another hallway and another stair. And then there are no, again, the main thing about that is no hierarchies, mm -hmm. no no main calls, no main, no main, main stairs. It's just a simple way of walking, getting lost and, you know, discovering, uh, feeling surprised. And each time you, you, you go to a different uh, space in the house, you do it differently, mm. you know, because you, you can do it in, in inside or you can do it in uh, outside or you can do it the, the, the other way around. And then, uh, well, uh, that was uh, uh, one thing with the stairs. And uh, the the I think the 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 first time we 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 worked with the uh, with the with the um, with the stair silhouette, mm -hmm. or, or you can see in the facades, it's because we sometimes forget uh, or we don't give stairs. They're beautiful, and we sometimes forget them and just try to solve the the, 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 the functional, uh, uh, you know, the functional uh, approach to the house, and then you, we we just tend to oh, where can the stairs be? Oh, it's over there, and we just check that, and mm. oh, it's okay. But but again, it's a stair. It's it, it's 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 a way you 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 walk or you or you communicate with the with the with the upper floors or with the lower floors. It's a, it's a, a passage, it's a, you know, uh, so, so I, I, I try to give them uh, the, uh, the, 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 the importance mm -hmm. they need to have. So that's why they, they appear on the facades and then you come up with them and say, why, why is the stair the main, uh, protagonism or of, of the facade, you know? So, so because the stair is important, you know, it's, it's. The only way you can go go upstairs or downstairs, mm -hmm. the only way you can walk or you can, you know, you understand. And then, I don't know, the, 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 uh, the talks with the team and, you know, ideas and different ways. And of course, there was this issue where the, 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 the obvious way of doing it was of putting uh, a storage underneath them, you know, because... Uh, it, 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 it sounded like, like it, it would have been uh, lost space or lost mm. storage or lost uh, area, but it's the complete opposite. It's, it, it gained something that no other thing could have given the house or the project, you know? It kind of reminds me a little bit of like an MC Escher drawing or something like that. It's the, oh, you know, yeah. the stair looks the other way around to, to how you'd expect it. There's, but the thing about the hierarchy is interesting about not having a principal stair and the avoidance of or not having hierarchy within the house. How do you think that's sort of played out with um, how people occupy these houses? Because I can imagine it's quite interesting, uh, you know, people moving in and then thinking who's going to take what bedroom. And if, have you noticed mm -hmm. anything interesting with, with that? Yeah, I haven't been uh, inside... Uh the other uh, four houses in a long time, but uh, each one, uh, you know, lives it differently because there was a couple of, of guys that, that, that bought a house, uh, the first house, and they had a, a small boy. So they, again, talking about no hierarchies, there is no main bedroom, mm. you know, the, 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 they're just upper bedrooms and lower bedrooms, you know. So the first couple who bought a house, 
they decided to to have the the the, the bedrooms on the on the upper left side because they could communicate with the little boy. Mm-hmm. And then there, there, there then came a, 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 an old lady who bought another house who, who decided to to have a, a, her bedroom on the lower uh, on the lower floor. She didn't want to climb up all those stairs <laughs> to her bedroom. So they're 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 living them differently. And and I believe that the the thing that that uh, the, the the that's interested interesting and and. Why? Why the the the, the users are, are happy with it is again because there are no no hierarchies. So so you don't have to to come up with. I want the bigger bedroom. I want the. Of course, the the ones on top are 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 are, are for me are, are better because you have a, a taller uh, ceiling and you have a, a more open views. But then there are the, the those persons that like intimacy on the lower on the lower floors where you have. Um, Huge. Well, you you don't see them in the pictures, but you, you right now we have huge uh, trees on front in front, mm-hmm. so you have a more intimate uh, uh, bedroom, and then you can just walk right out right right out to the garden. You have the, the, that. So there are different ways of of living the house, and that's interesting. Mm. That that's really uh, really it, it, it has amazed me in a way. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the interesting aspects of it is is that they're all identical, and then there's this and the no hierarchy mm-hmm. um, means you actually probably in one respect you could say that you see the personality of owners even more because it's like this canvas the, the canvas mm-hmm. is the same each mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you talked a bit about the landscape and and the views that we get of these trees and out the windows, but also another key feature of this landscape is you've got these can I call them reflecting pools, the pools of water that are. Mm-hmm. In the house, can you talk a bit about those? Yes, uh, for me, uh, architecture and the landscape is 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 one thing. Uh, there's no uh, architecture, and then afterwards you come up with 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 the trees and you talk to the to, to the landscape architect, and you know, for me, and 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 I work with a good friend who does these these amazing landscapes. And it's always about discussions and long talks and tequilas, of course, and you know, <laughs> and talking about the project and how it will merge with the, the inner and then the outer spaces, and you know, and because uh, for me, at the end, it's one thing: if you if you if you if you complete a project, it must be completed in, in with with the outer spaces, with the gardens, with the it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't see them as separate uh, things. And uh, well, the reflecting pool. Uh, at the end of the reflecting pool, we have a jacuzzi. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know, to to for it to be a, a protagonist. Mm-hmm. So I, I I embedded or I put it on, on underneath, and then I came up with the with the idea of just having this long um, reflecting pool. And at the end, for the jacuzzi could be lost, and it could all be the same space. And at, you 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 see this you see this when you enter the house, you enter, uh, and the first thing you see is this long black reflecting pool mm. on front, on a through a through those through two thick walls that they're separated around sixty or I don't remember the exact. I think it was 60 centimeters. Mm. 
So it's just a very narrow thing. And, and again, uh, it has developed into, into different things. Uh, uh, it's a, it, it was meant for it to be a, a more of a, of, you know, of a intimate, uh, more of a view kind of thing. But right now my kids, I can't get them out of a, of a, of a reflecting pool. You know, they're <laughs> going inside and outside and they're playing with the ball. And, you know, the things that uh, no other thing they can do to, to architecture, the, the, the human presence, you know. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, because like you said the the project has a very limited palette of materials um, in terms of the brick and, and the timber, etc. Um but what that's like in terms of occupying the space, maybe what you've learned from having lived and stayed frequently in the space as well of mm-hmm. how it then works with with the occupation and with with change and with furniture and with other you know personal things that people add to the property. Have you sort of learned mm-hmm. anything from that? Has it evolved in any way as a project? Well, as you said, uh, there are just few uh, materials but then uh, there are five different clients for each of the houses mm-hmm. so each one of them brought in their furniture their way of, 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 of living or, or how they wanted their, to live there but I think the uh, what was great about the project is that uh, of course there are uh, houses that I like uh, uh, more in the interior uh, essence of the spaces because uh, we, we again came up with a few things and you know but mostly uh, all of them understood what was about with the with the architecture simple things you know so almost all of them went in with with simple approaches mm-hmm. so i didn't have to Go uh, go in a house and then say, "Oh my God, <laughs> this is horrible." Because, and and I think architecture helped the the, the clients understand or, or or what I was trying to 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 to, to, to deliver or to to talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was it, it's a little bit balanced. Uh, of course, there are a couple of houses that I they're not my favorite, but uh, I can live. I can I can I can go in and say they're nice and I think because again I don't know it's the it's the essence that mm-hmm. still still vibrates inside of the of the other of the spaces and that was that that is important that was what's important don't don't say which those you know? two houses are just in case they're listening <laughs> <laughs> um, they know they know <laughs> what things have you because this project you completed it. Was it in 2017? Is that right? It's it's been complete for maybe three years. Yeah, the 2016, I think. And yeah. and so obviously you've worked on lots of projects since then. And you mentioned about this the the stair thing that's, that's that has appeared in um, a similar theme that's appeared in some other projects. What what have you learned from this project? Because um, it's always an improving profession, isn't it? I I find you you know design a mm-hmm. house and then the next mm-hmm. one you apply something new and. Or maybe don't mm-hmm. do something else again. What were there any things from exactly. this project? Well, it's not on this particular project. I I, I like to take each of the projects as a as a lesson, mm-hmm. you know, because you you learn not just from the from the architecture drawings or or, or from the architect architecture mistakes. 
you also learn a lot from the people you're working with, from the construction site, from from everything. No, so and I believe you never stop learning, even if you're 120 years old and you've lived through whatever you want whatever. But uh, you never stop learning, and, and that's what's amazing about life. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 finish something, and then you have all these things just uh, swimming around your mind, and you, you you put them again on the table, and 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 I believe uh, it's amazing because you never stop learning, mm-hmm. and it has given me a lot of things, but uh, it has given me what other projects uh, have given me so it's always about about learning and, and what what i what, what it taught me is to do things passionately put your heart on the projects and just go through with it and things will end well if you do it that way mm-hmm. you know if you if you if you you are passionate about life, about architecture, about everything. I think that that's the the the, the main the main lesson that I take from 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 this project and from 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 every every project that we finish. That's well. That's a nice lesson to take from the project. Is that a, a piece of advice that you'd give to other aspiring architects or or other clients that are maybe looking at this house and thinking, "I'd love a house like that." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I think that that uh, well, I always tell my clients uh, uh, if I, if I'm going to do a project with you, uh, I'll put my heart into it. Mm. I'll put my my. my I, I try. Uh, it's not. It's for me. It's not a profession. You know, it's not. It's not my profession, and then my personal life. Mm-hmm. For me, it's my life. So. When I do architecture, I, 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 I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my life. So uh, I think that uh, again, lessons taught that I that I learned from 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 this particular project. That that that, that uh, well, there's a huge lesson that, that working with family that that, that was a a, a, a a bit of a of a of a of a of struggle, but uh, at the end it was an amazing experience. And uh, what was the lesson? Uh, <laughs> patience, patience, and uh, just a, a little be a, a little bit stubborn with some ideas. And again, just do it with passion and. And then, of course, there's always one, imp- one important thing: you have to to listen, to listen to to. Of course, you have to listen to the site, you have to listen to the context, but you have to also listen to the client. That's very important. And again, I always try to have long talks with the clients, just sit around and talk about architecture, life, whatever. But just listen, learn to listen. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important lesson. Does that mean, because uh, I think probably the first interview did on this podcast was with Wawa Architects and we, we had an interesting sort of talk about working with clients and, and who to work with. Does that mean that sometimes you, you you have to say no to people because you're not feeling that connection or that desire for the, the passion and, um, and the love for the architecture? 
Yeah, uh, well, uh, we're starting to 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 have that uh, that kind of because uh, because at the beginning, as you know, we're we're, we're when, when you have a small office and you have to pay rent and whatever comes in, and you know, you have to to work uh, uh, and try to convince clients to work in, in, in or to 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 understand what you're trying to say. So it's a difficult way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, there, there. Of course, it happened. Uh, it, it has happened that uh, it's just not, not that much empathy between client and, and architect. And mm. you know, uh, I try to avoid at most about uh, uh, fashion and magazines. And you know, and when a client comes up with, "I want a house uh, as uh, as this one on this magazine or whatever." I try to stay away from that, and I try to say we're, we're building a house for you, not for the magazine, or not for the, the for the guy. Mm-hmm. So try to think what you want to come up with, or what you want to live in for yourself, for your family, for you. So uh, yeah, they some some clients don't understand. They just want a, a pretentious thing that that I don't know how to do <laughs> and I don't like to do. So uh, yeah. So, 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 yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, it has happened and, and it will happen again for sure. Um, Hector, I'm going to ask you, uh, there's three questions that I ask all of my guests. Um, I'm just going to start with the first one that's about you and your home. And if you could pick something that really annoys you about your home and where you live. Well, I've just been in this, in this last home, uh, a couple of years because, as I told you at the beginning of the interview, there was this uh, uh, earthquake on 2017 and we had to switch homes. So I, I'm just beginning to feel the homey feeling again after 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 all the trauma and the, the things that have happened. So one thing that I... Mm, that's a good question. I think the kitchen where I'm living, I don't like them. I don't like it. Did you design it? No, 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 no. We just we just bumped in on a on a on a on a, on a, on a flat that uh, it was a, a, a good opportunity, but uh, we just came in with the with the with the furniture and that's it. What's wrong with the kitchen? Uh, I designed the uh, the last one uh, where, where we lived before the earthquake, but we had to 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 move out and do some fixing and then. Uh, my brother now lives there. Mm-hmm. He's he's really happy. <laughs> What's wrong with the kitchen? Uh, I don't know. It's an old kitchen and it's very unfunctional because because I believe the kitchen is a very important part of the house because you you tend to spend a lot of time in mm-hmm. the kitchen. You can cook. You can chat. You can you know I I I, I sit with my boys uh, and I have I have breakfast with them, but on on, on just on, on a corner because there's no space for us to to just. You know, so so I, I think it's. It, I don't like the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It, it's very bad designed, and uh, I think it could be better. <laughs> um, and can you pick um, a home that you visited that's really inspired you, um, and tell me why? Uh, yeah, and there's. It's always an inspiration. Uh, I think it's, it's uh, Casa Luis Barragan. I think you might, might know it. I try to 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 visit it at least once or twice a year because for many reasons and the main reason or one of the main reasons is for because we're living in a in a in a 
in a time where we're 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 living in a such a fast uh, way and such we're 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 just imagist we're just thrown into a world of images and you know uh, we're, we're being just overwhelmed by by images by 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 just fast time and all that and every time i go to that house i feel like that time has stopped mm-hmm. you know i can just say okay this is this is this is the correct way of doing things this is the way of so that's why i like to visit it because it brings me back to earth mm-hmm. with all these messy and uh, images and you know the, the things were w- w- consumption and with what we're used to live right now and that, everywhere and or almost everywhere and you feel architecture has the capacity to to help with that yeah of course of course i think it that a few a few works uh, of, of architecture have have given me that that sense of 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 time of time being stopped you know mm-hmm. just feel quiet for 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 a few moments um it's really amazing okay you get to fix the kitchen that you don't like but you don't get to fix it yourself you can choose any designer um to design you a home so if you could choose anybody to design you a home um who would you choose we can <laughs> we can i think i was going i was going to bring up louis khan earlier cuz th- this project it reminds me a lot of some of his work. Um, yeah, the, uh, I, I don't know. If it, of course, it has to have some of Louis Kahn's uh, influence. But uh, what I like about Louis Kahn, and that's why I thought about uh, him designing the kitchen, is his uh, his mastery with the wooden things. Mm-hmm. You know, with the wood, his work around the, the wood in the in the interior, of course, in in the interiors of a house. That's why I imagine that kitchen made made of wood, you know, with all these fixtures and with all these details that 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 can mm-hmm. add. And of course, his architecture is magnificent. But uh, I don't know if I'd be chosen to to design a house, but the, the 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 kitchen, he'll be my first choice. Yeah, and probably a house too. But I I, I haven't given that much of a thought. I don't know if he'd have just taken on a kitchen commission. I think you'd have had to do the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Not. <laughs> of course. Um, well, okay. On that note, uh, Hector, thank you very much for for joining me. It's been fascinating. Thank you. Anytime. Really, really happy with the with the interview, with getting to know you. Uh, really great questions. Really happy. Thanks. I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on your work. Thank you. Thank you. Hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to find out more about Tala Hector Barroso, then please visit the website at anotherarchitecturepodcast.com where you will find links to their work and other interesting articles. And try out the podcast Instagram to see work of all my guests and sneak previews of upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, then please give me a review on iTunes or whichever platform you are listening on, as it's a really useful way to help other people find the podcast. I look forward to you joining me for the next episode and thank you again for listening.